0: how's it going people Welcome back to another episode of the here's the crack podcast um we've Sean casey on Great, Every, Great, to, be Great know, to be back you'll know you'll <laughs> know who this man is like you, more than you'll probably know to be honest with you it's probably introducing you to us less the uh, vice versa but yeah um obviously like we've had you on the podcast before done yeah. all the introductions and all that there um
1: see what abuse i get this time yeah. your, your tiktok <laughs> torn to shreds <laughs> remember, that, from, remember that in the uni clip when i was talking about like you probably don't need to go to uni i was like but everyone's like what the fuck's this person talk about i was reading through all the comments and all like fucks you you're <laughs> missing the point go listen <laughs> to the full episode <laughs> Yeah. Did
0: we 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 talked on that episode as well, like about like the comments and like mm-hmm. you were like, no, the comments don't get to me, yeah, then, yeah. and then we no. posted a video when you're, yeah, shit.
1: They don't get to me on a personal level, but it's frustrating when like you're saying something and then like people just are completely yeah. missing the point, mm-hmm. and you can't go through each comment individually and be like, oh, th- this is actually what it meant. Like, yeah. that's that's the internet. Yeah, well. that's
0: the internet. Like, I think you you said a good thing when you were on that. It's like it's such a cool it's cool thing to do, like content and push it out because you get to access thousands, if not millions of people, but then you also get the thousands of, you know, comments and how people perceive things, which is obviously yeah. the, the downside of it. Ev- but
1: everyone has a, an opinion on the internet that they would never even think of telling you in real life, but mm-hmm. when they're behind a screen, that's just like, I'm going to yeah. say this negative thing. Yeah. It's, it's a bit mad, like, but yeah. once once you get over that, you're like, yeah, it's sweet.
0: I always find it's the ones... Not everybody has to do a podcast. They dig deep, do like we
2: never get negative comments. Yeah. I
3: don't know what you're about. <laughs> <laughs> are class, Yeah, we, we don't get negative <laughs> comments because Tommy
0: deletes them all. <laughs> <laughs> he has like key, key that if anyone yeah. comments, it doesn't even yeah. come yeah. up. Yeah. Just have a wee bot scrolling TikTok yeah. well. yeah. We hire someone, but um, obviously, um, brief introduction to yourself. May 2020, posted your first video, and everything's yeah. kind of snowballed from there. As I say, if if you want to go and obviously find out the the details um, go back to I think it's episode 89 Mm -hmm. and you can get caught up as to who you are and what Mm -hmm. it is you do but um, you've been doing a lot since we last spoke
1: yeah yeah last time uh, we spoke I can't remember everything just happened so fast there's Mm -hmm. lots of stuff happening but literally just back from Australia there so done three months in Australia done a month in Melbourne and then done two months in Sydney and there's so much happened there like when i first when i first got to australia i was like oh this isn't for me when went solo and just was quite lonely to tell you the truth a lot of people don't talk about that everyone glamorizes solo traveling mm. but you don't think about the fact that when you go solo traveling you're solo like yeah. <laughs> especially when you're used to being at home with your family with your dog so the first month i was like not the first month but the first month was in melbourne and at the start of that i was like this is not good this is not enjoyable at all But then I just started having to put myself out there, trying to meet people. I I put in like one of them Irish around Melbourne Facebook groups, met people that way, and then by the by the end of it, I'd made lots of friends, lots of new business partners, got a new job, creating a new app. So the the opportunities were mental But I had to push through that bit at the start, where it was like this has been over glamorized and it's not what I thought it was. But it was just a fact, like you, not nothing's going to happen for you. You know, you have to go out and make shit happen
2: yeah what was the decision behind going to australia in the first place fuck everyone was doing it like (laughs) (laughs)
1: it's just like yeah i just i like i like the idea of the lifestyle the lifestyle seems good Mm it seems like there was lots to do the weather and winter's depressing here like you know it gets dark super early it's rainy and and there's not much not people aren't that much apart from just drinking um so i'm like right i want to bounce somewhere else and and do other things yeah that was it was just like i'm gonna do it it was like a quite snappy decision and then i just went and done it it's,
0: it's weird because like i've started listening someone in work got me onto that i don't know whether um yeah i could say this name and you could shoot me right down here your guy andrew huberman mm-hmm. have you ever listened to his yeah, podcast no, no, no. Yeah. and um like i actually really like it because it goes over like scientific mm-hmm. stuff but he was saying it. i listened to one recently where it was all about like your sleep and your mood mm-hmm. and a lot of things are based around your basically your access to like light or sunlight yeah. so the yeah. first thing he said you should do in the morning is go out and like actually get five minutes of sunlight or whatever to like wake yourself up that's pretty much impossible over here when you're getting yeah. up even like during midwinter mm-hmm. you could you could start work at nine Get up at half seven. Not be pitch black. Yeah,
1: it makes such a difference. And see, when you're, you're you're you could be out at like literally five in the morning in Australia, and people are up and at it. Like you're walking down, and like the place is lit up. You, you're out for a walk here at eight or nine o'clock in the morning. It's just cars driving past. There's no one mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. So it is a better buzz and a better atmosphere in general, and that that's a fact. But uh, again. That, that's the good things but then you don't talk about the bad things like being literally the other side of the world yeah. um away from your family there's nothing going on on your phone during the day because everyone's sleeping, sleeping. back home so there, there's pros and cons to everything like hmm. you'd
0: be quite close to your family as well so yeah, like that was probably pros. like a big transition where you're moving out and there's literally yeah. no one
1: yeah no one like no one i didn't really think that one through like yeah but um, I, I, but as i said you, you you just need to go and do shit. It's yeah not, nothing's going to happen for you a yeah. lot of a lot of people expect to go to australia and then you just have this new group of amazing friends and like-minded people you, you still have to go through the process of meeting people and being like i don't really like that person there yeah. oh, they all all right oh i really do like that it's still the same process whereas it's not just going to fall at your, your feet which is betrayed a lot of the time on social media yeah mm.
3: and how like, did how did you go about like going out and meeting new people and sort of getting know, getting groups and stuff so
1: I actually put into it's a Facebook group it was called Archer on Melbourne and I had a spare room and I was just like does anyone actually want this spare room because I'm about to go crazy here <laughs> and then uh, I met a guy Matt and he actually didn't want the room originally but he mm-hmm. was like right, I'll fucking we'll, we'll, we'll meet up here and head for a walk or something we got on really well and then he ended up ha- actually moving in um and then just going to things like crossfit there's like the the, the ice baths in the morning and things like that I mean, yeah. we were slagging off ice baths weren't we in the last <laughs> <podcast>. <laughs> that's what i, I was
0: actually going to say was <laughs> the last time we you were on i think i ended the podcast by asking you a couple of things which are like these sort of because like your whole thing is like honest sort of like mm. perception of the health and fitness industry mm-hmm. and then obviously at that time ice baths were like on the rise that yeah. they were proper mm. li- li- like everybody was doing it i think i'd ask you about it you didn't really you didn't really slag it off no i didn't but you, then you shot him you down did, he's cried every night yeah, yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't really have much good to say about it and then i then i seen the video the other day you in the ice bath yeah. and i was like that little bitch <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's more of for me what that was it was more of a social thing at the start to go down yeah. there's lots of people doing it but i still have the same opinion that the ice baths are not going to solve all your life's problems and yeah. the, they're definitely not going to help you lose fat and things like that but the act of doing something each day that you don't want to do that will potentially make you feel better after you do it is mm. probably a good thing to do and it's, yeah. it's a good habit to get in but again it's the, the f- small one or two percent i still prefer to focus on the other 98 percent of yeah. things that are going to make you feel good your nutrition your training things like that but if you want to do an ice bath i've been doing mm. them Far away, but I'm not gonna make it my full personality. Probably,
0: probably easier to do it in Australia as well. If you're getting an oh, ice bath, yeah. <laughs> and around. it's big and warm outside, yeah. and you get yeah. over <laughs> here, and it, you may as well just the, the
1: sunrise <laughs> and all the, the, down by the beach. It's all like, yeah, this is so tough. <laughs> well, that's,
3: that's not the only thing you've converted on as well. Oh, well, was this? an exercise as well? You know you're always sort of um, oh yeah, based well, on weight training and stuff. Yeah, so
1: it was mostly weight training, but now I'm doing a bit of like CrossFit and yeah. running yeah. and things like this. I'm just, uh I'm a new person. Yeah. <laughs> but all we changed you. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what it is. but all of my opinions are, are still basically the same on why like if we're doing things for the right reasons mm. like if you're doing crossfit because you think it's the best way to lose fat yeah. or ice baths because you think it's going to do magic things it's like if you're doing these things for the right reasons there's a, a time and a place for them mm-hmm, that's yeah something i've uh, began to realize what obviously the downsides
0: of leaving northern ireland to go to australia was probably your family you know all that all that there side of things and, and the social side of it as well but then what was it like coming back from Australia? Like, you know, you've, you've, you were out for three months. You probably built up this kind of like network of people yeah. and doing your thing and then coming back. Was it hard To transition back, as
1: I, well? think, I think it's hard for a lot of people to transition back. But for me, I was flying back knowing full well I'm back and I can I can go back when I want to. I think it's hard if people's visas have run out or yeah. they're going back mm-hmm. to a job that they don't like. Whereas for me at the minute, I'm just working a lot, so I'm doing the same thing here as I would be doing back home. So it wasn't difficult for me, but I can see why it would be difficult for other people. And it will be difficult, but particularly if you didn't have a good family life at home. A lot of people, unfortunately, yeah. just don't get on well with their parents or their in laws and they just don't live a very happy existence here for that yeah. reason so when they go to australia all of this stress that they once had in their life and this what I was talking about in a podcast the other day I'd never actually thought of it they're, they're escaping that like mm-hmm. you, you don't know what what people's got going on behind closed doors yeah i feel like that's why a lot of people love moving away so much and then when they come back they're like fuck back to reality but mm-hmm. i'm in a very privileged and fortunate position where i do have a great family life where i have a job that i enjoy so for me it's not bad but i can understand why for some people it would not be fun coming back yeah
0: no, that's fair.
2: And like, what were some of like the obviously it seems like at the minute everyone's going to fucking Australia, like. <laughs> yeah. But like, what are some of the misconceptions like people maybe see on social media compared to like the reality when you go over?
1: I think I think a lot of it is as it seems in terms of like it is very good with the lifestyle and the, the sunrises and the, and the beauty of the place, mm-hmm. but. Yeah. It is the fact that it's not all gonna fall at your fingertips in terms of making friends and having this amazing lifestyle straight away, and a lot of people feel secluded and very lonely. And you're you're not gonna, it's not gonna happen within the first unless you're very lucky within the first couple of weeks. So you need to go through that transition phase of actually, like, what what do you want to do if you want to make a new group of friends, right? What are you actually doing on a daily basis to go and meet new people? Just moving to Australia isn't gonna mm. get this amazing new group of friends and things like that. So I think I, it's maybe not even a misconception, but I think it's almost like an expectation that people. Have Mm. that everything will be perfect as soon as you go there, and they don't think too much about it. You know, yeah.
0: (coughs) As well as that, like a lot of a lot, obviously appreciate now, and we'll we'll circle around it. We'll circle around to this eventually. But like you're now working as a creative director for that for the go to app, Mm -hmm. you. uh, But uh, would I be right in saying like a lot of what you did and a lot of what you base your income and your job around is like it's online. So like if you go over to, it's not like you're going over and getting a job in a coffee shop. Yeah and having the the opportunity to meet other people like your job is home
3: yeah um it can
1: be a very secluded job it's i think it's one of the best jobs in the world and i'm very grateful for the the opportunities but one thing it is lacking massively is the social aspect and that's one thing if you go to australia most people are maybe even going to have a or they actually are going to have an easier time meeting people if they're working because then they meet work friends and things like that but that's that's a good point too yeah
0: because um, a yeah, a mate of mine he he moved across there like um I'm not exactly sure what I think he's Sydney but like or somewhere like that but he he moved to Australia and he's now working in a bike shop um so obviously that gives him access mm-hmm. to actually meet people and then he's into cycling as well mm-hmm. so it'll give him access to people who maybe have like light minded sort of things yeah. but yeah what what was the sort of what was the first time you kind of thought was there was there a period of like a week or two where you were just what I do.
1: Yeah, it was uh, the first couple of days. Like, I'd got like I'd done like a Zoom call with my academy and just didn't feel right at all. And then got off the call and no one was up. back home. I was just lying in my bed and I was like, "Fuck, what's what's actually going on here?" Because yeah. because when you're looking at me on on social media, it's like, "Oh, this guy's got all the businesses. He's moved to the other side of the world. He's making all this money." And I was just lying in my bed, like none of that actually matters because I'm just like this, this. It just felt it was a, quite a surreal feeling. But then I, I was like, "Right, I need to actually just." fucking wise up here what do I need to do to get to where I want to be right let's text people let's go to things let's do things and then after a while it sorted itself out but it can be very easy to get into a negative mindset loop here like mm. oh my god I've moved here and it's not what I thought it was going to be I have no friends and then just get a flight home where I was like no let's be logical I'm not feeling great at the minute but once I meet people and once mm. I get into a routine and it's quite a strange feeling when you're when you your whole life you've always had people around you that you know and like at any point in the day you you're you're communicating with someone and then suddenly you're like fuck I actually couldn't talk to anyone here even if I if I wanted to so yeah. it was quite a it took me back a bit and I was a bit like fuck this is this is yeah. weird but mm-hmm. once I like Australia was completely life-changing for me in terms of the opportunities the people that I met but if I just give in at the first sign of all oh, this is a bit shit it yeah you know
3: Would you have any advice for someone who's sort of feeling like that, went out there on their own and was feeling lonely and stuff? um, Advice to... If they're already out there? If they're out there, they're happy and lonely. Yeah,
1: look, look at things that you can do, like what, what would you enjoy doing? Not everyone has to do ice bass or crossfit, yeah. but what, what do you enjoy doing? Where do you want to meet people? And then ju- there's so much stuff online. There's so much stuff online that you can do. And this is going to be one of the great things about the GoTo app. It's an it's an app that allows people to meet like minded people in the area, to find work, all that sort of stuff, look for recommendations. So people are going to be able to go onto that app. Mm-hmm. And that that's why like use know me. I don't do brand deals, I don't work with businesses. this yeah. David asked me to go for a coffee and he's been working this for two years. But when he was telling me about it, I was like, fuck, that would have been really good for me. Mm-hmm. And that when I was living with Matt, he was looking for work. And I was like, "That the feature about finding work would have been really good for him. So there's two, like just us two happened to be in Australia and would use different parts of that app. And I was like, right, how many people could actually utilize this? So yeah. that's going to be live in, in July too. And hopefully it's going to yeah. be really, really good for people.
0: Yeah. So uh, the go-to app is basically you go over to Australia, do you like set a location and then it shows you like things to do, places to eat, jobs yeah. you can have. So it's
1: going to have like, like it's going to, for each location, it's going to have recommendations. It's going to have jobs available in the area and hopefully it's going to have, or it definitely is going to have a social aspect where you can find people in that local area yeah. too. So it's, it's really, it's and cool, it, it's exciting.
0: Is that just for people? I think it's just for more than just I, like Irish people going oh, out. Oh yeah, yeah. for, for like, all, like all, all over the world. Yeah, all, all kind of people traveling or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah and you whenever you whenever you left and went there you'd done a month in melbourne but where where was it you ended up sydney sydney what why was that always the plan to do a month in melbourne the plan
1: was to do a month in melbourne and then a month in sydney and then the last month i wasn't gonna i wasn't sure where i was gonna do i was potentially gonna do gold coast and ended up doing the last two months in sydney because i got settled and i was like i'm not moving somewhere else and like feeling shit again um and I was happy enough, so yeah. I done the the last two months in, in Sydney, but I ended up going for a few days up the Gold Coast, so that was that was fun
3: yeah.
2: too. Yeah. And what's like what's the difference between the two? Like which did you prefer, Arden, Melbourne and Sydney?
1: Sydney, I feel like right. Here's the thing: people always say, "Oh, here's one place is better than the other." Wherever you have good experiences, you will have a good connection mm-hmm. with. So no one place is necessarily better. So. I'm not going to sit here and say oh, I I I prefer the general vibe of Sydney. I prefer that vibe. Melbourne probably has a better life, nightlife. Some people might like that, but the bottom line is wherever you have the best experiences, that's where and meet the best people. That's where you like. Yeah. And
0: it's it's a, it's a cool one because like, what was sort of the things that you went out and you like you did that kind of resonated with you? Or like this is like, was there any events or anything that you went to that you like for people traveling out? You definitely recommend to go and see I, your day
1: <laughs> i actually worked a lot like i worked a lot and done the yeah. same sort of things in the crossfit but there wasn't mods yeah but probably not the best person to ask about that there yeah. wasn't like any sort of mad events but mm. i just lived like i was going to live there and didn't really treat it like a holiday and doing all yeah. these different things you know that yeah. sort of way but with that
0: weather like every day would feel like oh it does
1: it just it constantly <sighs> feels oh, yeah. like a holiday and that's what yeah. i said even though you had all the lows and stuff like that you were waking up every day and it was like Fuck, this yeah. is cool this yeah. is the, like I, li- I like to talk about the negatives, but well, let's not lie, like when you're walking along the coast every day, that's your morning walk. When you're down by the beach, it's a, it's a pretty cool, it's yeah. a cool experience. Like,
0: yeah. I don't think you do the spiders.
2: <laughs> no,
1: I, didn't any I didn't see mm. like, I didn't. I didn't did you see, see any. No, everyone keeps saying like, "Oh, I couldn't go there because of the spiders, the creepy craw I didn't
2: see any. Mm. I literally, yeah. seen none. Because I've heard yeah. so many stories, and I'm like, "Fuck!" Like, I've seen a it. snake. Like, yeah. I've seen a snake, but that was about it. I, I say- love
0: yeah. we were chatting like such Irish lads. Yeah. Like, I seen a snake. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> I normally don't see them and if I'm gang- not gang- at the zoo. Gang- yeah. The groups were mad. Like, example, when I'm not happy Hour podcast and he lives out in Australia now, and he was saying about like having to check his shoes in the morning for spiders and all, like what out in his garden and getting <laughs> spiderwebs and I'm just thinking whereabouts is he? I can't remember yeah, he's but probably he's probably a in this big fancy yeah. fucking yeah. house somewhere seeing yeah.
1: like Sydney and Melbourne close to the city there's not much like there's not yeah much. you can. not like
0: it a spider in Tommy's flat one day and Tommy's <laughs> going like, to uh, right? Ross can you uh, come to sort of this would, that, would <laughs> that
1: genuinely put you off going like?
2: I don't know I don't think I think if I actually wanted to go I'd go Like, I think it's something like I like have cousins and all They're going out soon I think and it's just i don't know it's just it's not re- so it's not on the really appeal to me like like i like my life here i'm close with my family i've got my mates and all it's just and even in terms of like career and stuff i would just think going out yeah. for like mm-hmm. going to australia for a year would just sort of put everything on hold a bit like. yeah. yeah
1: i think uh, again it's like an, uh, people just expect a lot of people that go to australia expect everybody want to want to go to australia but a lot of people like their life here they like their friend group yeah. here and they're yeah. like right Ireland's great, like it's yeah. great. There's actually, so the many pa-
2: people have said to me in like the past year, so like, oh, would you not go to China? Would you not go to Australia? It's always Australia, and I'm yeah. just like, well, like, what's like my life's not gonna change if I decide mm-hmm. to go out to Australia, like, yeah, you know,
3: yeah, like to, you never know. You, you, know you could lose your fear of spiders. Huh? Probably,
0: yeah. I think Tom, Tommy would land out like a weekend. A spider would crawl out of his slipper, and he'd be like, uh,
2: "Bruno, we're going home." It's the fucking, it's <laughs> the size of the spider. <laughs> I mean, just digging like, into spiders. Like fuck me, that's, that's gonna eat me. Then.
0: The s- <laughs> <laughs> that spider is going to eat me. I think like uh, like traveling's always something like you you just wish you could do more of. Like I would say, like you you've probably been more places than we have but Mm -hmm. you're probably still sitting thinking I could go
3: I yeah. could go do more, like.
1: Yeah, it's just it's unlimited what, what you can do with travel. Yeah. But the the whole like solo experience and stuff like that at the start has sort of made me think I don't I don't want to do it. Like at one yeah. stage it was like I'm gonna travel the world by myself and now I'm like nah like people are mm. like routine and yeah. that's completely fine. Not everyone need like right. I feel like you can almost feel like you're doing something wrong if that's not what you wanna do. Yeah. Whereas mm. if you like your routine, you like your life, then you don't need to go solo yeah. travelling, like Yeah.
3: Do you ever find it like hard? Like whenever you are travelling said there you do a lot of work whenever you're travelling mm-hmm. do you find it hard to stay in that mindset and not like slip into oh this is a holiday vacation I'm going to enjoy myself and forget about the work and stuff
1: yeah uh, for me like I, I find it hard to get out of the mindset of right. working and doing stuff all the time like the first couple of months in Australia don't get me wrong I, I massively decreased my workload and just done the maintenance work like yeah. the work that I actually had to do on a, on a daily basis but now the last month especially I was just working so much to try and get everything up and mm-hmm. running yeah. but for me that's one thing I actually struggle with. It's like I always want to. Yeah, I'm always thinking about right. But how can I be working? Or if I'm somewhere like, oh, could I create content here? Like mm-hmm. my mind's. That's one thing with like almost envy people that do a nine to five and do their nine to five and say five o'clock. They just switch off from work. Yeah. they not think about it. Whereas, I'm, I'm sure you do the same even with the podcast and things like that. You're always thinking right. Yeah. Oh, oh, that would be good. It's like your mind never switches off, and that that's one thing I actually big fan of PlayStation. Like, but like a lot of people mm-hmm, will will yeah, talk yeah. about how. Don't play PlayStation. Don't yeah. play Call of Duty. See doing something, whether it's PlayStation, whether it's anything, where your mind just switches off. Like yeah. I was playing Warzone flat out before I got not flat out, but. At the weekends, from like Thursday to Sunday, we play it in the evenings, and I actually found it allowed me to switch off massively. Mm-hmm. It also gave me something to work towards in terms of like I'm going to get my shit done now instead of stretching it out all yeah. day so I can go on Warzone later. Um, but yeah, that's that's a, that's an interesting take because you're so used to people being like, if you want to be successful and build businesses, don't play PlayStation, don't do this. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, uh, it's yeah, you need to have stuff that you can switch off, and that that's something that I, that I do genuinely struggle with. Yeah,
0: uh, do you, do you think as well, like in terms of you're doing you do a lot like from the from an outsider looking in you have like all these businesses and now that you you've obviously signed up to be the creative director of this app you've also got which we'll circle around to and then you've also got your own app and stuff in the pipeline do you not ever sort of think to yourself am i doing too much like are you you (laughs) kind of worried
1: no i'm not worried i think that i think that everything that i'm doing is manageable and i do enjoy it all but I will be careful of burnout if yeah. it does come. Like, uh, it is, like, it's just working every single day. And it's more so, even when you're not working, you're thinking about work. And you're, like, especially with being over in Australia, I'll be in calls at, like, 7 in the morning. Or, like, I'm up and I'm on calls. And then I might have a call at 8 o'clock that night as well. So it's a lot, but I do genuinely enjoy it. But I am cautious of, like, fuck right, don't want to do too much here. Yeah. But at the minute, I'm getting by. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah.
2: I suppose, like, to go... Like you've mentioned the go to app and like you're gonna be a creative director like how do you feel you've obviously went through your period there where like you've started your own businesses you've been your own boss mm-hmm. like how are you feeling about getting involved with something where it's like it's more of like a team effort like it's you're not the only one making the calls if that makes sense
1: really excited because as I said that's the one downside to my job where it is like you're on your own mm-hmm. and there's not much of a social aspect I'm really looking forward to working with other people and working as part of a team and with the the go to it's like yes there's people that that are above me but like i am head of the social media so i'm making the decisions this is what strategy we're going to use and i'm working with so it's not like I'm walking into a job and someone's telling me, here's your rules for the day, here's what you need to do. They're like, we need you to grow our social media. We need you to help us with that. Mm-hmm. Do whatever you want to make it grow. And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. So it's not like I'm walking into a job and I'm someone's bitch. It's more like <laughs> I'm, I'm working as part of a team here to help them grow their socials. And yeah. since since I only started with them last week and they're up like two or 3,000 followers and their engagement is up like 900%. All their videos are doing much better. So what I'm trying to do with the go to page is Dead hard Like a social media team And their page was just A glorified travel blog There was no personal connection No one knew anything About the app So I'm trying to Make it raw authentic And bring people Like get people To have a connection And it's It's working so far So we're gonna and Keep it
2: up Do lit. you have people Like working on you Like are you managing The team or anything Yeah
1: so like Uh David isn't David is the one of the owners of the business so he's making the content and when we have a guy Iman, I wouldn't say he's working on, I wouldn't say anyone's working under me he just does like he will make some of the graphics and do some of the editing and stuff so no one's I don't like to think people are working yeah. under me I think that we're all working on different things and then we're, we're taking advice yeah. on board off each other so it's more like a, a team as opposed to yeah I'm, I'm the boss now and I'm going to yeah. tell everyone what to do it's like yeah. I want everyone to be comfortable with what I'm doing the decisions that I'm making but they know that I'm the one that make, that's making the decisions about how the social media strategy and that, and it's uh, yeah, it's really enjoyable. It's something completely different too, compared to growing a fitness page. It's it's a yeah. new challenge and it's it's something that's exciting. What what
0: does what does your day what does your day like look like? Because obviously you've got that, you've got the creative director role, you've got your own businesses, and it's kind of like one of them things where like you know you've just done another like academy launch, mm-hmm. and it's like, how do you like. How do you prioritize or what does your day look like where it's like I am gonna work on that? Do you just have to break it into chunks yeah. or like So
1: the essential task each day is replying to everyone in the academy's messages from the previous day, replying to their Facebook posts, and making a bit of content, recording a podcast too, and then some days I'll have calls too. So I'll wake up the first everyone's like I'll oh, wake up Meditate, don't go on the phone. I wake <laughs> up before I've even opened my eyes. I've grabbed my phone and the screen straight in my face. I don't know if that's the best thing to do. Andrew Huberman probably wouldn't be happy yeah. with me. But I do that. I go through the Facebook group while I'm still in bed. And then I go for a walk with my dog. I would literally walk for like two hours and voice note everyone back, reply to their messages. And then if I have time, I'll go onto the social circle Instagram page and reply to inquiries there. I'll re- reply to, like I reply to people in the academy, people in the social circle and all the Facebook pe- um, posts. So at the minute, that's taking a good few hours per day. So that's maybe like four or five hours worth of work just between replying and then walking and doing stuff and then making content is probably another couple hours. And then your own calls is another couple hours. So that's your, your day mm. filled up like
0: i think though when it comes to a lot of that stuff like i know we talked about like and it's definitely something that i've get into recently was like by chance that whole Andrew humerman thing but i also feel like there's an element of it where i like that side because it's like science based and here's the facts mm-hmm. it's not built like you're not you know someone could go oh i jump in an ice bath every day because it makes me feel good yeah. whereas that side of things he's more like You know, if you do this, this is scientifically what's proven which will help boost this. But I feel like when it comes to a lot of that stuff, like as you touched on there, like waking up and going on your phone probably wouldn't be the like people don't say it's the best thing. But it's one of them things that I feel like you can get so focused on living this like best version mm-hmm. of your life where all you do is then think about everything that you're doing yeah. wrong. Do you know yeah. what I
1: mean? And there is this whole idealistic where it's like this is what you should be do- doing to be successful. There is no such thing as what you should be doing to be su- successful. What do you want to be successful in? Do you want to grow your business? Do you want to grow your social media? Right. That's the goal. What do you need to do on a daily basis to get there? That's the things that you need to be, be doing to get be successful. Yes, reading and stuff is good, but you could read 10 pages, have an ice bath, meditate, have a morning routine. But if you're not making social media content and yeah. you want to grow on social media, or if you're not replying to your clients and you want to retain a successful business, it's like, fuck all this other shit focus on what actually needs done to grow that business. If you're recording a podcast, you need to record a podcast every week or you need to reach out to guests and see if they want to come on. Like people overcomplicate this so much. Figure out what actually needs done to get you to your end goal and do that on a daily basis. That's how you become successful but so many people are warped in this whole idea of, the and there's nothing wrong with having the morning routines and Mm -hmm. stuff but if you're not doing what actually needs done alongside that, it's all for nothing. And for me, for the most part I just do what needs done people always ask me like oh how have you grew so fast how do you have all this businesses money so like I do what needs done on a daily basis and I don't really do much else
0: yeah
2: it is refreshing to hear that like I think especially for someone who's been so successful is like there is so much bullshit online now like well, people, you have to wake think, up at 5 o'clock yeah I think successful
1: people, and, people a lot of them have an ego and they want people to think that there's some sort of secret to their success or there's some sort of special person that mm. does all this stuff that <coughs> normal people couldn't do i just wake up and i just do the shit that, that needs done i don't have a fancy routine i don't i get up at five in the morning every day i don't like it's what, what, what? Why is it? Why is every successful person talking like this is what you need to do? Yeah. There's lots of successful people that know fine rightly that they don't even do half that shit every day, but they think mm-hmm. that if they go on social media and talk about all that, it'll make them look better. Why? Yeah. I, I wish more people could just be honest about right. This is what it actually takes to build a business to be successful, and this actually makes it feel a lot more reachable to a normal person that wants to do it as a career. Because oftentimes when we look at these people doing all this mad shit, we're like, that's not me. But I'm trying to show people like you can be very, very successful without all this unnecessary stuff yeah Yeah.
3: obviously you've done a lot of things on your own like the businesses and things but what would you say actually motivates you to do those things and day in day out and continue doing them
1: for me i've actually found something that i enjoy so much that i don't Mm -hmm. need the motivation to do it what was it someone someone asked me on my story like how how, yeah how are you so driven or how do you have so much drive and i was like if you find something that you really enjoy doing you don't need as much drive to do it if any like it would be Like, don't get me wrong, there's some days that I don't want to do shit, I don't want to make content, and I have to do it anyway. But it would be much harder for me to just stop making content. Just like, if you just stopped doing the podcast, even though some days you might not want to do it, you might not want to reach out, if you just stopped doing it, you would feel, like, mentally, like, oh, this is awful. This Mm -hmm. is not fun. Yeah. So I've found something that I genuinely enjoy doing so much, like, nearly every single part of my job, that there's not this big drive or motivation, or there's not this, like, I'm not motivated by money. I enjoy making more money, but it's not like, I need money for anything. I'm I'm very comfortable. That's not what motivates mm. me. What motivates me is the fact that I do something that I enjoy every day and I can help a lot of people and I I gamify everything so I, I'm not money money motivated but I do mm-hmm. want to make more money than I made last year Yeah. I'm not motivated by I don't think I'm going to be happy once I reach a certain amount of followers but I do want my followers to consistently be going up because it's just like a game so like w- whether you like it or not you're alive and then you die so you may as well gamify the, the part in the middle to make it interesting so for me it's like I do things that I enjoy and I gamify parts of my life and that's it
3: Fair
2: enough. would you set goals and stuff for yourself like do you have aims? You want things you want to hit like say by the end of the year or
1: yeah we, we've sat more so now that i'm working part of a part of a team yeah. we're obviously going to set goals for the app and this and that but when i'm on i sort of know it. i don't write down my, i think it's very helpful to write down your goals especially if you're struggling to make progress because you write down the goals write down what you need to do on a daily basis but for me i'm an autopilot i know that i want to grow my following mm. i know that i want to grow my business but i haven't sat down and written goals for it because i know that if i just keep showing up every day it's going to naturally happen.
3: Yeah. How's that managing? then, well, ma- I know you're saying you're working as a team, but say someone wasn't working as well as they should. Have you like a way of motivating them, or obviously they might not have the same yeah. mindset that they don't love their job? Have you? Well,
1: cross that bridge when we come to it. But <laughs> so yeah. so far, the people that I'm working with yeah. are all super passionate about what they do in, in the app uh-huh. and in, in both apps. So I've I've I picked very carefully, but it's going to get to a stage where we're, we're going to have to hire staff. Yeah. But at the end of the day, when you're hiring staff and they're coming in under you. They're, they are working for you then. It's not so much part of a team. They're working for you. Mm-hmm. so And they're never going to care as much about the business as yeah. much as you care about it. So it's the next logical step to scale to have staff working under you. Mm-hmm. But that's going to be tricky because then you're working with people and you need to figure out how to motivate them and things like that. Yeah. But um, I, I think that I'll, I'll be good at doing it. I think I, I'll figure a way to... Uh, I think that I'd be a good person to, to work for and mm-hmm. I'll find creative ways to, to motivate people and just create, I think... The key to motivating people is to create a really nice environment that they look forward to going to each day so then they want to continue to do the job and they want to do well i'm a big believer that if you're really really nice to someone and you're good to someone Mm. and they're working in your business they're going to want to do the for it to be successful whereas if you're an absolute prick to someone and then you ask them to do something for you they're gonna be like fuck you i'm not standing overtime i'm not doing an extra day's work where it's like nah sean's really good to me he's done this for me and then it's doing doing good things for people and expecting nothing in return and then eventually that'll create a good atmosphere and i think that will naturally motivate people i just thought of that off the top of my head that that's that's probably how i want to motivate people yeah. when yeah, it yeah. does get to that stage yeah.
0: i suppose there's no different though from like what you're doing like obviously you have you have your academy like you have the you're you're motivating people to lose weight to be better like healthier yeah. versions of themselves so like how i suppose you can look at that and go right how does that correlate to you know yes you're not you're not sort of encouraging your staff staff or whoever's working under you to be like oh you need to lose a few pounds yeah, or whatever yeah. but you're more encouraging them to actually do something that yeah like, no one likes to yeah you know and it's
1: the exact same methodology for that And that when people are coming into my academy i'm trying to create a nice atmosphere i'm trying to create a nice community I'm trying to communicate with them and they, mm. they feel good and then they end up finding a routine that they actually enjoy doing so yeah. it's the same sort of mm. concepts for everything it crosses yeah. over
3: yeah, I suppose It's a thing you're building on the fact people actually want to lose weight and things. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. they're there because yeah, you have exactly. a common goal and knowledge. So yeah,
1: hundred yeah, percent. What
0: what does I would love to know like what does your family think of like all this? Because like obviously you you describe yourself. You described yourself before all this started, like May twenty twenty or whatever. Before that, you were. I think you used the word a sesh gremlin. Yeah, <laughs> rackhead, and like gremlin. it's probably one of them <laughs> things where like, how do you go like the likes of your ma or whatever looking yeah. at you and going like he was a mad, he was a mad now, <laughs> now he's mad her and now he's just now he's just coming in a bit, a bit worried. They're yeah. like yeah, Sean probably
1: needs to calm down a little yeah.
0: bit here. I <laughs> know, but like it's like a complete three sixty. Like yeah. it's not as if you've turned around and went, do you know what, Mum? No, I'm not going to drink two bottles of Bucky on a, on a yeah. Friday night. I'm going to go get a job somewhere. She's like, finally, yeah. but like you've just went from full three sixty to like you're now sober now for like yeah. hundred and what
3: something uh, odd days, like half yeah. a year. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I've done one hundred and forty four days. I'm doing the, the full year, but yeah, it's a uh, it's a bit of a mild transformation, and I'm I'm sure they're happy. I've yeah, caused well, yeah. my parents a lot of stress over the years, like yeah. like lots of stress. I, th- I think my parents first uh, caught me smoking weed when I was like four- fourteen or something. So that was a, <laughs> that was a great conversation, and I've just always dr- I've never been a troubled child, but I just loved things that i shouldn't have loved <laughs> yeah. you know i love drinking i love partying i loved all that sort of stuff um but yeah it just sort of happened and i think that they're they're very proud of me and they're yeah. very supportive and I'd, I'd say they're very relieved that the, yeah. the, the, the different I was, if you were given
0: a, a different answer other than they're proud of me i would yeah. be quite concerned because yeah. like even like from from having you on and from the chatting and stuff you're very f- you're v- not in a bad way, you're very full on, like you're very yeah. like, you're, you're all, you seem very in energetic. I in on a podcast, on yeah. a podcast And I'm thinking do? like, I
1: feel, I feel like this is a completely different, co- there's just something that locks in. See when we're talking about business and life and socials, it does be yeah. a bit intense. Yeah. Like. And it's one of them things where I'm thinking like, you take that and put it on to like, if you're on a
0: night out or whatever, oh, yeah. like I'd say. It's a bit fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, what, like getting on to that, what what was, what, what made you, stay what made you turn around and go now I'm going sober What
1: I was just like even though I didn't don't drink as much anymore when I was drinking I was getting super fucked up like Mm. and like just blacking out and just like people were like selling me photos and I would have like my top inside out in the wrong way around and it just uh, there's multiple things that happen like no one's ever left my academy in bad terms apart from one girl and she said like I couldn't figure out why she left and then she finally said actually Sean I seen you Emerge and um, I tried to talk to you and I just wasn't happy and I still don't know what happened there and I'm oh, like fuck. yeah that's not a good thing I'm, I'm sure I didn't I probably what I do when I'm really really drunk is I just like sort of ignore people and just like mm-hmm. well, yeah whatever like and that's not good for a a paying customer that's probably what happened hopefully it's nothing yeah. worse than that but things like that made me evaluate and was like if i'm meeting something new someone new for the first time do i want them to meet a drunk version of me or a sober version of me when i'm drunk i'm an idiot i don't do anything life altering. Yeah. i don't get into fights i don't do anything stupid but i'm just really like intellectually challenged like just like i can't really <laughs> string, string a sentence together yeah. and have a nice conversation i enjoy conversations so and my hangovers fuck they're bad like they're really really bad they wipe me out for like a full week mentally Mm. as well so i'm like yeah this is not not good i don't want to keep blacking out so i'm gonna probably try and go off this i want to do a year and then if i go back to drinking i want to do it responsibly and then if i can't uh, i know that i can always go back back, off it yeah
2: yeah there's like a proper culture change happening in terms of drinking like there's so many people that are just going sober because they just don't think drinking's worth it anymore
1: yeah and it's like uh, I feel like there's there's two sides to it. There is the the people that have went sober and they always get abused for it. I like at family gatherings and people wind them up in their friend groups and that. And then there's the people that go sober and never fuck up about it and think everyone should go sober. I don't think that everyone should go sober. I've admitted myself. Look, I'm quite self-aware. I know that most people are just better at drinking than me. They're just they're more responsible and that's completely fine. So when I go sober, I'm not going to turn around to everyone and be like, oh, you have a few pints at the weekend. You need to go sober. Look at me. I'm like, I like talking about my personal experiences and admitting the fact that I can be a bit loose sometimes and sometimes I have to do things that are good for me, but I'm not going to tell my full audience of millions of people that everyone needs to do the same. So I like to break it down and talk about the pros and the cons to every situation, traveling, drinking, and allow people to make their their own decisions. It's the same with fitness too. Mm. I talk about like the general principles and allow people to make their own decisions, but I'm never going to sit in a podcast and tell anyone that I know what's best for them. Yeah.
3: i seen a video you don't know the other day, it was really interesting. It was actually about the you got like a bowl of cocoa pops. hmm and you were like sort of counting yeah. out like how long it would take if you just repeat yeah. repeatedly go to the gym and stuff. Yeah. But then you fired the cocoa pops all over the floor and you let the dog lick yeah, it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> does, me, does your mum not go fucking mad at you? Yeah, no. Oh yeah, yeah, Once I Go like, back to drinking. it. Like, yeah, once there was like a <laughs> wooden fuck. table and I spilt
1: water over it and I think it like got the table damp or something. Or I don't, I've, I've made a few stains and stuff in the house making the videos, but I'm sure she's happier that I'm doing <laughs> that than some <laughs> of the other things. <laughs> <laughs> guests
0: come over and there's just like What was it? Paprika all over yeah, the walls yeah. Or whatever <laughs> 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 like, Why has your wall got paprika? I was is talking I about yeah. that the last time <laughs> Yeah it was the realization that you knew I'd locked in. I was yeah. like, "Let's talk about smoke pepper." And you were like, oh, "Here we go." <laughs> to be fair, I had a, a dice and chicken and stuff recently. It's been it's been a good experience yeah. <laughs> for Sean. <laughs> <laughs> I wait for you to walk in yeah. the door and be like, "I told you." Yeah. But like the the sobriety thing is an interesting one because I feel like we we were we were talking about this not too long ago. Um, we went out. Um, we went down Balmain and recorded a podcast with um Stephen and then we went out that night and kind of went to the pub and had a few pints and came back to mine and we we're sort of drinking away and then there's just caught this stage where i think you looked over and you were like are you drinking water and i was like yeah. yeah but it wasn't you weren't saying it in a way where it was like health uh like are you drinking water you pussy you were more like are you drinking water and i was like yeah it's hardly straight vodka or whatever but it's an interesting one because i do feel like there is this sort of as you get older you kind of go do you know what like I don't want to wake up the morning hanging out in my... Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I don't want... And it's I get what you're saying, like making, meeting people when you're out and about and maybe getting photos with people and you have that fear the next morning. Yeah, you're when like, you God. literally
1: can't remember the conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, I proper black out and don't remember anything. Yeah. And I'm like, what, what have I actually said to people or who has came across yeah. me? So
2: yeah Espe- especially with like the sort of role you're in and like y- people are banning you and your personality mm-hmm. like was that did that play a bigger factor like you know people talk about getting the fear the next day so mm-hmm. i suppose in your situation it's almost 100 times worse because you're like fuck. like i'm sort of trying to get people to ju- yeah. get on And, board it's, and, the, and it's more forth. so
1: the fact that see every time i meet someone on a so it's always a really nice positive exchange all your contents help so much so how many times have p- i've met people and i'm drunk they're, when they're trying to say something nice <laughs> to me and i'm yeah. just like Yo,
0: fucking <laughs> yo, get out of my face. <laughs> yeah. But like what are <laughs>
2: what
0: are like what are some of the things that you've noticed like that people maybe they do talk about maybe over glamorize it but like the positives and negatives like like staying off drink for such a long time? Like is there a thing you start to notice over time? God this is this is weird i never knew i never knew this could happen or whatever because i know people go sober for like a couple of days and then they'll maybe
1: uh yeah like everyone's like oh i'm sober i have this glow and i'm like it's like you know what it is you're just not hungover, so Mm. you're you're constantly not like you know when you're you're, see you still have shit days where you're like people get this thing you go sober all your problems are suddenly solved if you have a shit day it's just like having a shit day only you don't have a hangover on that day you know so like the main benefits i've noticed is just productivity every day is free you don't have to base days around like oh, I'm gonna be hung over that day if you go on a holiday you don't base the trip around when you're gonna be hung over what nights out you're gonna to go to you're free to do what you want to do every single day it frees up yeah. so much time and especially if you like, this is one thing people might be listening to this being like, I can still function in my hangovers. Well, I can't. I physically can't. I'm sorry. I can't move from bed. I can't eat food. It 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 hurts to even breathe. So it frees up a lot of time for me. <laughs> what are you <laughs> drinking? Yeah, yeah, my family, drinking glasses yeah, of, like, glass. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, shot of glass, glass. It's, it's fucked. But um, my family just. Gets really bad hangovers. My sisters do too, but it frees up a lot of time for me. But yeah. when you still have highs and lows, it's not like you you go sober and suddenly all your problems disappear. Any problems that you have that are nothing to do with alcohol, you still have them. Like, but it's like alcohol can be a mental drain on you too. So a lot of people feel really really shit mentally because they're drinking all the time, hungover. They get into a bad headspace. So when they stop drinking, they're in a much better headspace, and that's fair enough. But for me, it's like yeah, I'm, I don't have hangovers. I, I'm not having stupid uh, conversations with people. I don't have the fear around what I've said, what I've done. Every conversation I have with a person, I actually remember it. Mm-hmm. And for some people listening, probably like, so do I, even though I drink, I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. My personal experiences. like, I genuinely don't remember Hours of my life, nights of my life. So it's nice just remembering everything and being able to do what I want on each mm-hmm. day, and not having the base days around when I'm going to be hungover. And right. then just the the mental clarity of not having this. The, the like see when you're hungover, your your mind plays tricks, and you like mm-hmm. see see when I'm hungover, I'm like, oh fuck, my business is going down the drain. I'm not like I didn't make content today. What what am I doing? Like it just it, it, yeah. we, there's none of that, which is nice, but um. The, the disadvantages are like it is tougher to go to things meet people if there's some events you need a drink like don't get me wrong like yeah. some events you're like, especially when the, the nights based around drinking like one of the first nights out i went on to uh was tiesto and evan i don't know if you know evan Daly, he does the the content and he's i'm doing the app with him and he says oh, we'll go to tiesto and i was like i went on a couple of like events sober in melbourne uh, festivals and things like that that, that were nice but I was like, "Yeah, I'll go to Tiesto," and Evan's like, "I got, I got us a bus," and I was like, Grant, <laughs> I get the bus with you I get into the, onto the bus, me sober, two stripper pulls, a full on party bus, and I was like, <laughs> oh, no. "This is not, oh, this is not fun." So certain things you'd near need to drink for, and mm-hmm. yeah, it make it makes a lot of things easier. Let's yeah. not lie about that.
2: I think the social things interesting because like. Even like you were saying there at the start when you moved over to Australia, you're talking about like joining the Facebook group, like going on walks, and like you know doing the ice bath thing. I Feel like over here and just in general, it's like if you talk drinking away, it's almost like like oh you go out and watch the football, have a few pints, you know you go out with your mates, and like look, every once in a yeah, while. Look, see, like Melbourne. Like it would
1: have like been a lot easier for me to meet people to start if I just yeah. was able to go to a pub. It mm-hmm. makes things easier, but is that a good thing or a bad thing? You don't know if you're relying on alcohol. To, a pub to have a few pints if you need that but it does make things easier it does definitely does
2: that's what mm. i mean i was trying to think like over here would you have to see would it be as easy everything sort of makes makes sense? drink Not based over here like easy, but like it's just that does mean like in terms of socially or mm. in yeah. general yeah. it is like having revolves around drink
3: like yeah. yeah like
2: it's mental when you actually think about it because like i'm thinking like oh, if i was to go sober it's like, fuck, like what do you do
3: You'd have to say no To a lot of things Yeah like.
2: And even like you Were saying there About drinking the water And I was like Oh you know Taking the piss But like even When you go to thick like family events Like it's like If you were like Oh no I'm not drinking you're almost, mm. it's almost like what the fuck's wrong with you yeah do
1: you it's, know? The, it's the only drug where people are all like what's wrong with you if you don't take it you have to Wait.
3: give in the peer pressure well, people
2: yeah. are like lines up, lining up a rack of coke and you're like I don't want that <laughs> <laughs> like, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> what's got into you mate <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck your granny's there like what drum. do you mean
0: <laughs> <laughs> but like it's a cool one that like it's a cool thing that cause I don't think I think there is a culture especially over and it's probably everywhere but like northern ireland specifically like we would probably look at it and we probably do go out to like we went we we did that podcast as i say and like the first thing we were like was like oh we go for a few pints afterwards yeah. it's just the given thing yeah that you, you naturally
1: yeah, yeah. do and from right say if you're looking to go off alcohol if anyone is listening being like right, I, I probably should go off it you can't just go off drinking and not do anything else you need to replace a bad habit with a good habit so what are you doing instead of drinking if you're just sitting in your house at the weekends looking at the walls trying to not drink alcohol that's going to be absolutely awful mm, yeah. and you're you're that'll actually make your mental health worse so you need to find people to do things with or activities to do look i'll, I'll be completely upfront and honest like i don't socialize that much at the minute i work a lot at the weekends user are, are some of the first people i've seen <laughs> like in terms of like i haven't seen many of my mates or, and that because i'm just busy yeah, uh, yeah. doing things but i've replaced a bad habit with uh, this this habit yeah. of working and doing content mm. and all that sort of stuff so that's what i've replaced it with but don't just try and stop drinking and not mm, do anything yeah. else because that's just silly you need to you need to find something else to do and it's going to look different for everyone yeah that's a good th- point though.
0: that is such a good point to be fair mm-hmm. yeah because it's good it's good to say like the likes uh the likes of us going out to the, the pub the other days like said to stephanie said we'll go out for a drink or something afterwards like it would be like i don't know how anybody would react if you're like oh here afterwards you want to go play crazy golf it'd mm, yeah. be a bit like <laughs> these like, guys what, to what, me what out else
1: you, is yeah. there like what what do you do as far as
2: I'd say it's just no. bread and this as well. Like. Yeah. Like, like it's just the culture like mm-hmm. like it's just what we're used to I don't think yeah. it's necessarily a bad thing it's just what it is if that makes yeah. sense. yeah uh, you, you
0: do have a point like what what else kind of do do you well that's accessible anyway yeah, there's lot I mean? there's
1: lots to do but what is what is a social norm thing that you can do like go, going for pints after is just what's normal but again if you're looking to go you can still go to these things see if it's a few pints you go and you can have a non-alcoholic beer or you can have mm. a what whatever sort of drink you want you can still go to that the nights out that I sort of don't like is when you need to be drinking the full nights based around drinking. Yeah. But see, just even going to like a pub and just not drinking, if you're with your mates, it's still 100%. Sometimes you'll actually have a better yeah. better time. But I, I don't like people say, oh, go on a night out, you party just as hard. And it's like... F- even better without drinking some nights out are not better without drinking let's be clear about that but some are even better like for example yeah. I went to the races in Randwick when it was over in, in Sydney and I had the best day ever and I wasn't drinking because it was just because there was something else to focus on it yeah. wasn't based around drinking you were looking at the races and things like that which was cool Um, but yeah pick pick your nights out wisely if you, you aren't drinking and don't go to things that you feel like you wouldn't need alcohol to enjoy yeah. because at the end of the day I feel like that's a that's an over go off alcohol you'll still go all these nights and enjoy yourself Just as much, you you won't.
0: Do you think it's like you just want need to be comfortable with who you are, not like the the drunk version Mm. of you? Because like I like it's it's one of them things. We went to um, a launch party there for Titanic Distillery, and they had whiskey and all there. And like I remember that night, we me and you well. You were a wee bit well on, like, but I had, like, we had, like, Throw one on or oh, three or four, like, couple of whiskeys, like, and then you're kind of leaving and you're like, oh, do you know what, was a good night, you can wake up the next morning and go, I remember everything that happened there, and it did involve alcohol, whereas, like, there's probably that mentality where people are like, well, if you're on it, you're on it, like, yeah. you know, if one drink will thing yeah. the lean to nine, yeah. and then before, you know what, it, it's like, you're kind of, like, drinking to be that version of yourself, which mm-hmm. you don't really maybe you don't find you find funner or whatever yeah. and then leads to the hangover but people so. like
2: drink to get drunk like yeah like, especially when you're younger you're like i'm going out to get fucked like yeah, yeah. whereas that was like, my issue too yeah.
1: like when i have a drink I, I love drinking like so when i had a drink i'm like i want another drink and then another one <laughs> yeah I'm not even thinking about it like i would have two drinks in my hand and be in the queue to get another drink like, it wouldn't, be, like it wouldn't be yeah. like and that that's why it's just completely Quarter opposite to everything else I'm doing in terms of like being successful and growing these businesses when I get drunk all that goes out the window I'm just like Love yeah, drinking.
2: you say you have like an addictive personality, I suppose. Yeah, uh, potentially maybe a wee bit. <laughs> <laughs> but even with the work, like the like when you first started out and it was going well, were you like, "I oh, want more of this"? Thing? Yeah, like, yeah. I suppose maybe that's one of the reasons why you've been so successful. Like, yeah,
1: because at the end of the day, people, most people, just aren't doing as much as I'm doing. Um, and I have been lucky that I've seen quite a bit of success from the start, so that motivated me to do more and keep going. Um, but I I just do a lot, and I go all in on literally anything that I do. I'll go all in on it. Yeah.
2: Have you found like since you've stopped drinking, like there's certain friendships maybe haven't have sort of faded away? Oh yeah, you?
1: yeah. Like, but but that was even before I stopped drinking completely. When I stopped drinking mm. less, I wasn't drinking every weekend. There's certain start- certain friendships that just disappeared completely. But yeah. here's the thing: a lot of people be like, "Oh, I lost all these friends. They're still your friends, but they're just doing other things than you." Like yeah. I've se- I've seen mates that I won't have talked to in like a year and i'll i'll see them and i'll be like we have the best crack ever because just because you drunk with someone and they were supposedly your drinking body and you're not with them as much anymore you still got on with them that's the reason that you went out that's the reason that you drank yeah. with them so i have lots of friends that i don't spend time with but i still consider them good friends of yeah. mine we're just doing different things and they might get to a stage where they're drinking a bit less and then we're meeting up and doing other things but it doesn't mean that suddenly every person that you used to drink with is now somehow a bad person and you need to mm-hmm. cut them out of your life and you need to Sees all communication i get on really really well with a lot of my mates that i don't hang around with anymore because they do just drink quite a lot and we're just not doing the same things but i still you have the crack with them like
0: yeah yeah and like like do you look at your everything's kind of happened in in such quick succession like i would say like as you say that like you posted your first video in may 2020 and now it's what it's may 2023 mm-hmm. So i say 2024 there 2023 so it's three years isn't like it's a long time for some but like do you look at things now and be like this is strange this is weird how everything's yeah kind of you've got your businesses but also like your lifestyle and all have yeah. changed like do you know what i mean do you ever look at that sometimes and go
1: yes yeah. it's very weird yeah no it is it is it's hard to process sometimes yeah. like it is completely hard to process um that that is, it's as simple as that it's yeah. not like it's not normal it's definitely yeah. not normal
3: i you, think you'll always be doing that like do you think there ever come a point in your life where you're like i want to sort of wind down maybe get a job or something and take a back seat, sort of thing
1: like i want to build businesses that uh, eventually will not rely on me have maybe mm. property and stuff in the background where i could take a step back if i, I, w- I want to have the option to do that but yeah. i don't think i'll want to i'll maybe want to go through i'll go through Picks and troughs that's the right words isn't it where you work a lot and then you yeah. relax for a bit you work a lot and you relax for a bit I can't go 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 constant. I can't yeah. do this 24-7 yeah. I'll yeah. burn out completely yeah. and it, I get, it will get to a stage where I'm not enjoying it yeah. but mm-hmm. I can go through periods of of working quite hard and doing a lot but yeah. I, I, I will I within the next 5 years 10 years I will have businesses that are will be completely scaled and won't mm-hmm. even need me to run but I'll still want to run them but I'll have the option to step back and get other people to do things if needs be and everything will run just as well
0: yeah I, th- I think the thing is as well um kind of that self awareness side of things where you do know you've done very very well and I think there's that side of things over here over here maybe especially is that people sort of see people who've done well for themselves, maybe a bit of success and stuff and they're maybe have nice cars or whatever and they're a bit like oh, they're rubbing it in people's faces mm-hmm. but like have you kind of ex- have you kind of accepted the fact that you know things are going well and like you, you do have the right to like enjoy yourself like i'd seen you put up was it you'd flew first class somewhere yeah. like like things like that are you still a wee are you hesitant to post stuff like that or is it kind of just more like do you know what no i've worked for it like you have worked for it
1: i think there's a happy medium i think there's a happy medium there's a lot of people struggling with money at the minute and mm-hmm. me constantly putting up how much money i have or yeah what I'm planning. but i think the odd time you worked hard for something and you don't want to be hiding it from people i don't want to be i don't want to be thinking that i need to hide the fact that i was on a first class flight oh what if people find out i'd rather just put up a, a story and it can be a tax deductible expense then yeah. if, um, them, <laughs> you, know, yeah, be, you know that might be that might be part of the reason uh, i've done that but uh, yeah things like that you, you'd be smart about them hmrc but, you're less <laughs> than like shit <laughs> um but yeah i'm i'm cautious about yeah. the fact that a lot of people are, are struggling with money especially at the minute so I'm not going to mm-hmm. rub in or pretend that I'm some sort of big shot because I have this and I, ju- I like to think I give a lot more than I take I never get want to get to a stage where I, I take more than I give I've given a lot of money to charity even over the past few months Like, like I, I make big donations all the time and that's something that I'll continue to do and I, I post about that the odd time too because I think if you're doing something good it's good to spread that positivity too but more often than not I, I, I don't even post about that yeah. Um, but yeah I always want to I always want to go to sleep at night knowing that I I give more than I take. And if it gets to the stage where I feel like I'm taking, taking, taken and like just living this lifestyle because it's not me it's not me at the end of the day look I'm going to be very successful in the next few years I'll be a millionaire probably in the next year but I'm not going to live a millionaire lifestyle I don't give a fuck yeah. about doing that I want to continue to do the same things that I'm doing at the minute um, because that's what makes me feel good I, I don't look at people that are like doing all this mad shit like driving all the cars and living out in Dubai and be like I want to do that I want to do the, the exact same thing that I'm doing at the minute and be the exact same person it just so happens that I, that I make a lot of money while doing so and I'm very grateful for that but I want to use the money that I do make to to give back and and do good with it. And I feel like a lot of people don't do that.
0: Yeah. Where do you think that came from? Where 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 do you think that stems from in terms of like, you know, people who make a lot of money, you have the option whether to you know give majority of it away. Like I appreciate what you're saying there along the lines of like you want to go to bed at night and sleep and think like mm-hmm. I've give back. I haven't get I haven't taken more than what I've given. Where like do you think that comes from? Because obviously this is all this has came on the past three years it's Mm -hmm. very new like have you always had that
1: i think every everything that you are stems from your childhood the way you were brought up different things like that different experiences that you had different friends and i've i've always wanted to try and make other people feel good and i've always wanted to be quite a like a a down-to-earth person i've never been like super egotistical or or really cocky or anything like that and and anything that i've done i've been i'm confident about what i do and i know that i'm successful in that but I never liked the idea of being having this massive ego or thinking that I'm better than other people. Because I, I just don't... I don't know. It's just the way I'm wired. It's yeah. just the way I'm wired.
2: If I, if I find the most successful people are not posting it all over fucking social media. Like mm-hmm. I hate that, look. I think it's just... Especially like, what he said there, Like in terms of like... like It's such a tough time for people now. I put yeah. up... On uh, your posting fucking... Yeah. Oh, I, look at my jewellery. Look at my flash cars, mm-hmm. Like are probably not as successful as you think. Look, a lot of
1: people think that people hate them because they're they're successful. No, I don't get any hate about being successful. See, most of the people that say, Oh, I get so people just don't like to to see you do well. It's because that you're shoving it in their faces when they're when they're when they're struggling and they don't like to see you just boasting about things. Mm -hmm. No one, no one. I've never got one bit of hate or criticism about being successful. Because I don't constantly talk about how much money I have or the materialistic things. So people get the wrong end of the stick P- people don't hate your success people hate when your success changes you and if your success doesn't change you people people like that people like, like I have millions of followers now I'm making all this money but people don't be like oh you're getting too big for your boots or I get yeah. n- I rarely get criticism about it because I go about it in the right way and I understand that people like I put up a, a question box the other day asking just what people's that like if they could fix one problem what would it be I was just curious genuinely curious and the majority of people are in debt they're in debt they just want to clear their credit card debt so uh, that sort of made me realise fuck I'm not going to be like most of my, the people that follow me here are struggling mm. with money so I'm not going to like especially when my I have nothing to do with money I'm just trying to help people with their their fitness goals you know
0: yeah yeah what what <laughs> dare I ask what uh, sounds like a bit of a weird thing to, to to stem from this conversation but like in terms of flying first class like what 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 was your experience <laughs> of that because like I, the reason why I'm asking is because I know fine rightly I'm gonna get a very blunt response like yeah, so it was it,
1: w- it was mad it was it was really cool I'm I think people just treat you yeah. differently. It's all like, Mr. Casey, would you like a fucking a towel? <laughs> like, I, w- I got in the face and the, the or I got in the the plane and handed me like, a, they were having people like wet towels and I just held it in my hand. I was like, what the fuck do I do with this? But yeah, <laughs> the first class experience in general was like was a mad one. Like you get in and you have your oh I'll be serving you today. And I'm just I was just like oh this is just strange. Yeah. And I, I yeah it was it was a pretty surreal feeling. But at the end of the day, it's a long it's 24 hours of traveling. You have your own little section you can close the doors you can lie back watch a movie yeah. order food caviar all this mad stuff that i'd never experienced oh, right. before but it was cool yeah. and i would say it's worth the money if you have the money it's not mm-hmm. worth flying first because you've you've emptied your bank account to do it and you want to show people that you're flying first but if if it's not going to make a difference like you're it's like for me i fly first class and it's like i, I didn't have to save up for that i just use money for it so it's worth it worth it in that way but don't fly first class if it's beyond your means. Yeah. Yeah. Would you do it again? Yeah, I'll do it again. No. I flew there and I flew back. Yeah. And I have no problem hef, saying hef, that. He mm. flew here first class. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, have no, I have no problem saying that because, as I said, I feel like yeah. I do... Yeah, give more than a tea and I don't want to hide things that I do at the same yeah. time I'm not going to boast about them uh, constantly but I don't want to have to hide parts of my lifestyle because I do live a, a humble life like apart from like flying first is probably the only high flyer thing that I do Yeah, I don't like, I, I like my car I have a, a golf hour I love that but I'm not like yeah. constantly buying clothes and watches and things like that I but anything that I do to do with money people probably know about it but it's just it's not that much
2: yeah mm-hmm. Have t- taken the private jet over to <laughs> <laughs> yeah, years,
0: I think it is a mentality. I think it is a, like a thing over here, and I, I think it's kind of disguised as a bit of crack. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know what I mean? Like I had a friend, uh, he, you know, I went out golfing there a couple of weeks back, and a friend came along, and he was I he was have a friend he was there. he was uh, <laughs> the friend they were out with was was like oh I was like oh I'm going to try out these clubs that you give me yeah. that, t- that Thomas don't need at me, <laughs> and he was like oh you must be earning some money for new clubs. I was like. <laughs> aye uh, big money uh, uh, <laughs> it's yeah. just, but it's like disguised as a li- like crack but like they're actually like yeah. big,
3: big money like yeah. do you know what I mean but digging. that's yeah digging yeah it's, it's
2: but it's mad like to think years ago you only knew if someone was doing well like if they were driving around in an nice car yeah. or something you would have been yeah. like fuck ours there a doing well but now it's like oh fuck here's an Instagram story of someone who's bought a yeah. certain yeah. car like you know it's yeah. it's just crazy how the things are now like
0: but it, but it is cool the fact that you're able to like donate it to charities and, and stuff like that. I seen you donate it to. Your, was it your dad was doing a charity thing for like doing, a, like? Yeah. Was he running a mar? It, he was he was he running a marathon? Are you are you on a marathon?
1: Uh, I'm. I was meant to like this like after after Portugal I was meant to and then we figured out. But I'm actually doing a half marathon next week with my dad and then I think I'm gonna do a marathon in October. Once are you I'm like training in. for? Yeah, I've been doing a bit of uh, running and stuff while I was in Australia. So I'm. Nice. I, I should be able to out of half like we've
0: we've said we're gonna do a marathon mm. when, when's the date you need next a date next year a
2: lot, a of, lot of, of work to do <laughs> yeah, it, it seems lot.
3: like a, a like a
1: quite fun thing not like obviously it's torture but the full build up to it, it it will be a very rewarding thing yeah and i know a lot of people that do it with like a group of friends like three or four of them yeah and it's just yeah i think i think it's a i, th- thing to I do. think it's
0: just more like we've actually came i think it it must be an age thing mm-hmm. where like we've just been like like I said to you the no, other day
2: weeks, you talk, like 50 no but it must something? be it, no but it must be an age thing be like because I'm like I said
0: faith. I said, life crisis, I said to t- <laughs> quarter life crisis I said to t- Tommy like a couple of weeks ago. a couple of weeks ago I think I was like you know what if like if we're doing this marathon thing we need to commit like we can't be you know we can't be drinking we need to, you know, we need to knock it down. Like if we're going in, we're going all this in. this Is you telling me to stop drinking? Yeah, <laughs> and I couldn't imagine saying that to you like a year or two ago. I think you'd have been like, are "You mad? Like, yeah. no." <laughs> what what would we, we do? I think it'd
2: be good to do it. Like, like yeah. Married next year, so it's an excuse to get in shape. Well, yeah, exactly. Don't need to do it. Like, yeah, <laughs> to get in shape. Well.
0: Yeah. Um. We'll circle around then to you are building uh, as well as being a creative director off an app you're you're dabbling into the app world you're creating your own app Mm -hmm. let's get into that because i'm very interested to hear about this so obviously you do you have your sites like your sean casey academy and stuff so what is the app but what
1: the app, the app is just going to be like, it's exactly what I have at the minute, only it's going to be a lot more user friendly. Whereas what I have at the minute is like, it's set up on uh, a place uh, like a web, do you have of Kajabi? Yeah. Where you host like courses. So it's like yeah. a course website, but I have my academy through there. So when people join, they get like a welcome pack and then they work through the videos. Whereas when they, I want people to download an app and fill in some questions and it just gives them their plan exactly. Like I want it to be a lot more user friendly. Mm. And I also want it to be mainstream. I want to get to a stage where this is something like and World or Weight Watchers, which you literally need your own app for. Because I want good information to be mainstream, and I want it to be user friendly. And I think that there's huge potential to help a lot of people. So um, I was like, "Fuck it, I'm just going to make an app here." Yeah. And I, wa- I wasn't going to because I was like, "Oh, what I have at the minute, it's fine." And then I was like. I, like they're, like, i'm wasting my like the opportunity that i have with the amount of people that want to uh, be coached by me that want to join my server like i don't launch recently and it's sold out in like half an hour i'm like right, there's there's way like there's thousands of people that want to work with me that literally mm-hmm. can't so that's yeah let's scale
2: this how long can you keep that up for though like you're sort of saying, i said earlier on the podcast about like oh so much of your time your replying and replying to people during the day like surely it'll get to the stage where like there's not enough hours in the day to be keeping yeah but that's open. why
1: with, with the app it'll be like we're, we're gonna have a team in and yeah. we're gonna hire dietitians nutritionists and things like that and people that can do as good of a job as me replying to people and stuff like that but it's still people are still gonna have access to me and yeah. zoom calls and things like that Um, but yeah it's gonna we're gonna need a team to scale
2: further is that scary as well because like obviously people are banning you so mm-hmm. like you need to almost hire people that are like an extension of yourself there's
1: so much nuance that's going to come into hiring people like you can't just hire someone Mm -hmm. because they've got a qualification because everyone has a different approach to fitness Mm -hmm. and even just with my empathetic approach I don't want to be hiring someone that's the most qualified in the world but it's going to shout at someone because they didn't lose weight in a a given week or is going to be a really strict because I'm not a I get the best results by having empathy and understanding for people's circumstances and knowing that there's lots of different nuances to it, and then giving them a plan that fits them. I don't want some. I don't care how many qualifications you have if you're not aligned with me. So it's going to be tricky to, to find people that are. I
3: suppose it'd yeah. be good too because you are sort of specializing, like bringing mm-hmm. people in to actually specialise into certain things that you yeah. may not like be yeah. fully have good expertise mm-hmm. in, and yeah. give people more option of yeah. what they need to get. Like yeah,
1: yeah, hundred percent. Like
0: will it be something that you're obviously your name will go to it but will obviously you've got the sean casey academy and obviously you do the social circle as well which kind of isn't related to your name but then that's the thing when you're going into these ventures where you're you're employing other people to do work that people you know if you called it like the sean casey app or whatever Mm -hmm. then it's like people come expecting you and when they don't like is that all the things that you have to juggle now yeah well
1: at the end of the day I'm still going to be the, the face of it me, me and you are going to be the face of it it's not going to be called the Sean Casey Academy yeah. I'll keep the name off podcast we have a rough name but people buy the, the domain names and stuff and be complete pricks by the Instagram <laughs> yeah. apples and try and sell them to you but <laughs> we have a rough name at the minute I it was was like, after oh, the
2: But yeah. Straight on, go daddy. <laughs> <Sorry>.
0: yeah. <laughs> Shay, yeah. get on it. <laughs> yeah. uh, honestly, just take, just take. The, trust us, we probably wouldn't be able to afford the do yeah. don <laughs> Domain. Um, go on ahead. What were you well, saying? I can't remember what the question was <laughs> not. I think it was more along the lines of like you'd said there. You you haven't said the name or whatever, oh, but yeah, like yeah. basing so, it around yeah. you.
1: So it's still going to be like I'll be like the head coach in it, but it needs to be scalable so that other people can do my role. And because we want to work with thousands of people, so they're going they're still going to have access to me, but it maybe just won't be like the one on one messaging support that they currently have. They'll be like times and places and Zoom calls and things like that, and we'll do in person events. But at the start, it still will be just as much access. But then as we scale to tens of thousands of people, that's when we're going to need to like right what way are we managing this but it's all fun it's, it's an ex- a challenge like because at the minute like I love what I do but I'm like this is not like it's not a super hard challenge I know that I'm going to sell out every single launch I know this amount of people that I get in right I need new things that are actually hard to do that are, are going to challenge me and that's what I'm looking forward to
3: yeah whenever you come up with an idea like this who's like the first person you go to to like say vent it or like get it on paper or something
1: like uh, it depends like social circle i was like yeah. oh that'd be a good idea and I, usually the first people i'll ask is the audience so i'll put up an right. instagram i'll put up a poll and if i get enough votes in the poll i'm like right i'm gonna do this so i think about things just enough but not too much mm. so as soon as i know that this is going to work like for the social circle as soon as i knew it was going to work i just done it straight away yeah
3: because um, that's difficult for a lot of people who probably need affirmation from other people like they yeah. bring their idea up and talk to people about it and stuff before yeah. they actually commit to it
1: for me, I'm quite sure of myself, but for the app, I was like, right, I want to bring Evan on board. I'll and we mm. had meetings and meetings and trying to figure out deals and how it would work. But I, I talked to him and brought him on board. But the, the things that I've done previously is I've asked my audience and then I've just went and done it and it's worked.
0: Yeah. See. It's very interesting to
1: hear about all this because it's
0: like, it's it's cool to watch a journey because obviously we had you on like a year and a bit ago and it was kind of like, you didn't go to Australia. You, you're just constantly like, even at that stage when you were with us, in like episode what 84 or whatever we were like like what what more could he do (laughs) and then you come back and go i've done this so like i'm actually really which leads me on to my next question like app everything along lines out there (laughs) what else like what what else can you can you do you think you can achieve like like i'd I'd love to and that's not me saying like i don't think you can go any further because you you know i'm not saying you can't go any further than an app or whatever but like what what else is in your sort of headspace
1: i feel like i've I've done so many different things the the app is something that i want to put a lot of my time and energy into because we can grow this to literally as i said tens of thousands of people Mm -hmm. but then after that, it'll just be doing events, speaking, teaching other people how to do the exact same thing that I've done with business. Like the opportunities are endless. I'm already doing that with Social Circle, but I'll probably get to a stage where I'll do it specifically for business, helping people grow their businesses, going into businesses like I'm doing with GoTo, and um, helping them scale through social media, and then taking equity—you take five, ten percent equity, or depending on how much your involvement, up to 20, 30 percent equity of a few different companies that make millions. Then it's pretty—it's a pretty nice—it's a pretty nice starter, nice <laughs> like yeah. you know. So I will be—I'll like I've like I've already proved that I can do it, and I will—I will have testimonials here. I might need to get on LinkedIn. I've made a LinkedIn profile now, so nice. I'll need to be going to the the professional Support. world. But I, I'm hundred percent sure, like, the, everything's gonna be successful. It's just there's not really any doubt in my mind. I know that everything's gonna be successful. Um, I know that I will work with more businesses, help them grow, scale through socials. I'll take equity and I content I'll just keep doing what
2: I'm doing. It's simple, simple, fair, fair. easy. So <laughs> <on. laughs> I so just go and take. Equity
0: How did you get to, the, like, this stage? How, how did you get to it? Because, obviously, the mentality you have, and even talking about, like, the tax deduct, like, that's very, you know, the tax deductible side of things, and then, obviously, the equity. Like, is this just been stuff that you've been chipping and learning over... Over time, over the past three yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. I didn't normally. even know what equity really was yeah. until David told me about it, nice. and I was like, "Yeah, I want that." <laughs> lots of places. Equity,
1: <laughs> me, yeah. <laughs> more equity, please. Yeah. But yeah, um, I just learn as I go. I learn yeah. as, and I don't know it all. I don't. I yeah. definitely don't know it all. But I know enough to do what I'm doing. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people feel like they need to know it all. I don't know much about tax either. I have an accountant. I know a few things about tax, but um yeah i just know enough to do what i'm doing and right. I, i'll keep learning more and then when i learn uh, more i'll do other things that i've learned about yeah it's not it's not that complicated yeah it's quite simple when you just we realize what you need to do and then you go and do it and yeah. but a lot of people over it. <laughs> yeah like what they're doing yeah
3: this may be a silly question but whenever you started this journey did you ever think this is where you're going to be at the end of it
1: no not at all I, I, want, I started this because I wanted to help people, but the yeah. people that I was looking up to had like a couple hundred thousand followers, business, and now I've overtook them all. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, what's yeah. going on here, lads? Like, get up, get on my level. Eh? Yeah, it's, <laughs> but it's not even, like some, sometimes it does feel a bit just strange because yeah. it's happened so fast. But a lot of people have imposter syndrome because they get to a stage that they're at. And then mm-hmm. they don't feel like they're they're able to do it. They're like, oh no, I I'm not, I can't do this. I'm not qualified enough. Whereas I don't have imposter syndrome in that way, but I do in a way. Like I know that I'm qualified to uh, do everything that I'm doing. I know that I'm going to be able to help these businesses. I know that I'm good at what I'm doing. But I'm like, wait, how did I get to a stage where I am so good at doing all of this stuff? Um, I, like because a few years ago I was fuck just. But I, I don't know. It's happened very very yeah. fast. And I don't yeah. like I like I, even like speaking on podcasts and things like this like. If you had heard me even talking four or five years ago, it just wasn't much sense. Like, yeah. it's just it's it's just happened fast. Like, it's yeah. happened fast. It's it's,
0: it's it's a cool one though to explore because like obviously like you you like, go back to what I said earlier on. Like you described you, you've described yourself as like in the past as like Sesh grandma like all this kind of didn't have it all together. And like I'm not obviously I'm not trying to say you have every aspect of your life together because that would be. Ally. Yeah. but like at the same time it's it's interesting to like showcase to people listening or whatever that like it's not like it's you just chip away mm-hmm. like three years isn't a lot of time but it's still it is time to like you know self-improve all that there and it's it's an, it's an interesting one to, like hear yeah. your experiences about that and sort of it's refreshing as well to hear someone say it's not complicated like yeah. don't overcomplicate mm-hmm. it because there's so much of that shit online like exactly
2: um just do it just do it just do it like
0: yeah. <laughs> who who he obviously appreciate like people look up and stuff to you in that respect, but like is there anybody who you kind of take inspiration from or like.
1: I take I take inspiration from from lots of people, especially when when I first started. It was people that I was following on social media, the likes of James Smith, Jordan Satt, Darren Cartel, all them sort of people that I took inspiration and seen what they had done. And now I, I like I feel like I don't want to say that I'm just doing this all on myself by myself at the minute. For, from a business standpoint, I don't like like worship anyone like a lot of people are like oh Gary V or this business but yeah. whereas like I enjoy like for example Stephen Bartlett's podcast different people yeah. but I don't idolize or look up to anything because I'm going in a completely different direction from yeah. everyone mostly mm-hmm. I'm doing different things and I'm not trying to like I don't have a business mentor or anything like that at the minute but I'm just I'm doing the shit that needs done on a daily basis that that's it um, but I'm not yeah i'm not looking up to anyone at the minute yeah but there's lots of people that have helped me get to where yeah. i am now yeah a lot of people I, even the likes of like tony maca he's sort of a local pt he was my online pt he helped me build my business at the start um but at the minute i'm not like oh i need to be like that yeah. person i'm just trying to be like myself
0: yeah It's a good answer very <laughs> good answer <laughs> yeah um it's been an hour and 12 minutes has it it's yes. fucking flown yeah, yeah it's <laughs> flown in we've talked about everything from sobriety to app building to uh. everything and um, you just keep coming back and like yeah. blowing us away. To be honest with you, like it's a, <laughs> it's an it's, a, it's really an it's an that. interesting one. We then. need to get our finger out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but it's you're it's coming
3: back in here like oh he's got new yeah. cameras yeah. Be, like, <laughs> the next three years. Fuckface, yeah. yeah. he's still in yeah. the same studio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually really like this place,
0: so dude. It's it's nice. It's very open and and natural light and all that. There's Andrew Huberman would be per- yeah. would be. <laughs> right. I, I actually prefer this
1: uh, more of a like a natural setup. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I get in a studio and it's too like. Yeah, studio, you. yeah,
0: yeah studio, way. Way. Yeah. yeah, this Do, is more relaxed, yeah. than I it's not. commercial, yeah. Stephen Bartlett's not on us, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, you'll come back and we'll maybe have like one more tripod there, Sean. We're mad uh, was here, <laughs> <like, laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, listen, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on again and catch up. And uh, yeah, for anybody listening and stuff, um, obviously go follow Sean, um. And and everything that he's doing because no wonder he'll he'll come out with something yeah. else and blow everybody away again. Thanks but yeah, much. thank you very much. I appreciate it. All this.